This episode of LAW Walking Dead Review is brought to you by some guy. He's just some guy, you know? LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Review, episode 106. Today's episode is The Walking Dead 804. Some guy, just just some guy, you know, just brought to, it's even brought to you by some guy, if you heard in the opening there. Uh, just, just some guy, you know, you know, you're just hanging around, just, you know, buying scratchers at the gas station, getting some beef jerky, maybe a pickled egg every now and then because he's fucking disgusting. He's just some guy, you know? He's got some flaws. He's got some quirks. He's also got a good side because he's just some guy, you know? He's not like a monster or anything. That, that's uh, covered in the last episode, Monsters. This is just some guy, you know? Oh, fucking stupid name. Anyway, uh, this one starts off with Ezekiel, and it's really strange to see him without all his uh, his festive garb. It's, we see him in just like in a, in a tank top and like fucking pants and just his dreads, and that's it. I consider his dreads clothing. His dreads are so magnificent and large, they're considered clothing at this point. He can make a full suit out of them if he wanted to. Anyway, he, he's uh, getting ready. He's kind of like uh, he's you know, putting, on his, putting on his coat, putting on his, his little armor thing, whatever the hell he wears, those little hockey pads that they wear. He's getting ready to go out to battle. And I'm like, oh, we're going back in time here. Okay. And then I hated the next few minutes until it paid off, which is the kingdom. the whole kingdom is getting ready to head out. And they're all, like, marching toward the gate. They're all saying their goodbyes to each other, like, saying say goodbye to their family. You see a lot of them have kids, and Ezekiel kind of, like, puts his hand on one kid, and he's like, it'll be all right, it'll be all right. We see a kid give flowers to his mother. She puts it in her, like, little arm, her arm hockey pad equipment thing. And, uh, yeah, they all start heading out. Shiva's there. She's, he, he pets her. And it, they did a good job where he petted her on the opposite side of her, so we didn't have to see his hand awkwardly brush a, a CGI tiger. They did a good job of, of, of hiding it. Uh, this is how they should do it from now on, because sometimes it looks terrible. It uh, was fine in this one, though. And let me say, uh, this episode, uh, I'm going to get uh, f- jump forward here and just say that they kill Shiva in this episode very early on in the show compared to the comic. Uh, and they did it to save money. Let's just go ahead and, and call it what it is. Uh, they were saving money by killing Shiva. She has to be expensive to, to animate and I'm fine with it because the tiger wasn't exactly doing anything for me. I don't I don't care about the tiger. Uh, strangely, Lucille has more of a personality than the goddamn tiger does in the show and in the comic. It's just a goddamn tiger. I mean, it sucks that she dies, but she dies. So we're dealing with that in this episode. The goddamn tiger dies. Uh, if you're into tigers and uh, the tiger life, uh, this is not your episode. Not your episode at all. This Shit does not pan out for Shiva. Anyway, I'll get there later on. I just wanted to say it now. That's why they're doing it. We all fucking know it. It's it. It's the only reason they killed her. Anyway, um, Ezekiel's doing a speech. You know, he's just like, we will, and still I smile. He's doing his goddamn smile speech again, which which means this happened once, and then it happened again later. They did a callback to it before it happened. It's very strange. It's <laughs> an odd way to edit your show. Anyway, Ezekiel's speech is like, we will fight, and we will come back. I promise you this. We will all live. It'll be all right. We'll fight them. We must fight them. And then it immediately cuts to the chaos that happened at the end of the last episode where they all got mowed down with machine guns. Turns out all of them are dead. 
Ezekiel, for some goddamn reason, is, is alive. Uh, for, let me just say, that was an amazing cut. And I was like, oh, I hope they do it. I think they're going to do it. And they did it. And I was like, yes, <laughs> such a good cut. Just to going from him, his hopeful speech to all of them dead. It was great. They, I don't get why Ezekiel's alive. It's like they all piled on top of Ezekiel to protect him from the bullets, but they all sacrificed themselves. It, I don't think that would have happened. They should have all been running. What the fuck? Why, why are they piled on him? Did he make a pile of bodies while getting shot at? I don't understand. Anyway, he's underneath the pile. He climbs out, and he got shot in the leg or something. I don't know why he's under that. And he starts crawling around, and he's... And I was like, it's weird that the hockey pads, the little foam hockey pads, didn't stop bullets. It's weird. Weird. But he's crawling around, and he's, like, trying to get up, and he can't. And he's just looking around, and he's like... He looks around and sees a bunch of his friends are dead. He's checking all the bodies. They're all dead. And all of a sudden, one starts to get up in the background and starts to walk away. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. This is This is crazy. And they all start, you know, one by one, they all start getting up. Who knows how long he was out for. The uh, turning into a zombie process, not exactly a timed endeavor. It, it's, it feels like it's, it varies depending on the size of the person. Uh, and it's not like each heavy person takes longer. It's just like, I guess uh, it doesn't vary anything. It's just random. Because in this, we see people of different sizes all turning at the same time. They all get killed at the same time. They all turn at the same time. Sometimes a person will get bit and then they're a zo- they're zombie twenty minutes later, and then sometimes they get bit and then a week later they're like slowly dying of the disease, I guess. But these people are dead. I get that. But I've seen people get shot and then five minutes later they're a zombie. Some people get shot, they die, and then way later they're a zombie. They they can sit there forever. Um. Anyway, so they're all crawling after him. They're they're getting up and they're he's starting to freak out and. Uh, but now we know where the machine gun was because we see Carol, we see the guys with the machine gun. They're the ones that are shot at the kingdom people. Uh, Carol's watching them. She sneaks in there and, she, and then uh, she hides in the ceiling tiles and she mows all these guys down when they're trying to get rid of the gun back out of the truck. Kills them all. Goes down there like fucking uh, die hard. Uh, she's like John McClane. She goes down there. She starts to get the gun. Some other guys show up. They have a little shootout. She runs away. And they do the thing I love in movies. They're like, let her be. Doesn't matter. I'm like, well, just chase her down. What's the, what's the big deal? Just go kill the whoop. Go kill the bitch. I don't. Whatever. I guess you don't want to kill her. She's killing her men. That's fine. Just let her do her thing. She'll wear herself out, guys. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Just go with the flow. Terrible way to lead your army. Anyway, can you imagine if they did that in the in the actual army? Like these Vietnamese these Vietnamese soldiers are really the Viet Cong are really mowing us down in the jungle. But you know what? Just let them go. It's not a big deal. What's the worst that could happen? Anyway, the Ezekiel's walking around. His friend shows up. They start crawling together. And he's just like, that's how we'll get out. We'll go over there. And all of a sudden, his friend's chest explodes. Someone's shot him from behind. They both fall down. We see This young guy walks out. He looks like a 1970s serial killer pedophile. And then he takes Ezekiel. He's like, I'm going to take you back to Negan. Woo! And he's going he's gonna to love me. And he's got the, like, these creepy glasses. He's got this weird, creepy hair. He, he, he just see, he looks like a pedophile. It's very strange. Yeah. He reminds me of like when independent movies do, some, do a, a, a movie based in the 70s or, or early 80s. And they always do this super creepy pedophile-looking dude. And they always do it. And I don't know why. I can't figure it out for the life of me. That's, 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 they think everyone's, everyone looked like that back then. And it's just a weird decision to make, but it, it's it's fine for this. I didn't understand why he looked like that, in, even in this world. Very strange. Anyway, 
uh, he, he's like taunting him. He's going to take him back to sanctuary. He's taunting Ezekiel. He's like, you think you're a leader. You just, you just, you're just some guy. <laughs> and he's like, look at these. You, you got them all. You got all your, all your people killed and they're still following you. Referring to the zombies. In most of this episode is Ezekiel slowly walking away from the zombies, but they never catch up to him. He keeps falling down for minutes at a time. He'll have long arguments with people or this guy, and then later on with Jerry, they'll have long arguments and long discussions and working on stuff, and the zombies almost never catch up to them. It feels ridiculous. You'll see them, like, really getting close, and they'll cut to, cut to a different angle, and the zombies are way back again, and it's like, god damn, they just, it's like the, the video game or something. It's so, so goddamn weird. Uh, it's it's kind of lazy, really. They, they need to uh, get a hustle. Just have your actors move a little more, and it may, would make sense. Anyway, not really a complaint, just something I noticed. Uh... Odd decision-making, but anyway, Carol is, get, starts to, instead of just shooting the guys that have the guns now, because she has them all lined up like she did with those other guys in the hallway that she mowed down, instead of just shooting them all right there, she decides to dart behind a truck, in which case they see her immediately start shooting at her. She gets pinned behind the truck for a while, and she's getting shot at a bunch. She's shooting at them. Nobody can hit each other. And then they do this zoom in on her face, and it was like this weird slow-motion thing. It felt like a soap opera into the commercials. It was like strange music. And then it's like, oh, I expected like, like her, her ex lover who she thought was dead and his twins back and he's got a goatee. And it, it felt like a fucking soap opera. It's very strange. And it comes back and then she's still fighting him. And then, uh, Ezekiel, because earlier the, the pervert guy took the, took Ezekiel's knife or his sword away uh, Ezekiel dashes for it, slices the guy, and then Ezekiel, or he, gets, he just shoves Ezekiel to the ground again, steps on his hand, takes, an, takes a sword, the sword back. And then he dips his fingers in his blood and wipes his blood on the guy's face. Like, he's got pervert blood out of his face. There's no way that's clean. He's like, you're just some guy. He keeps, like, saying that shit. And first I was like, is this guy the some guy in the title? Uh, and it's, it's, it ends up being that it's Ezekiel. Uh, it happens later on. I will get there, obviously. Calm down, citizen. Seriously, calm down. Don't rush me. I already got ahead and revealed the whole Shiva thing. I, I gave you one early present on Christmas Eve. Just fucking deal with it. You could be an adult here. I like scolding you when you didn't do anything wrong or even request anything. It's just, I just feel like scolding you. You made me hate you. Ah. Anyway, so Carol uh, gives up and she's like, I'm unarmed. I can show you where my men are. And they're like, okay, okay. And then fucking something happens. One of the guy comes after her. She attacks him, kills him. And, she, and then she slams the, the, the button on the gate door, opens up. Some zombies come in, even though they couldn't catch up to Ezekiel. He's just standing there at this point. Uh, the gates open up. They start to get attacked from behind by the zombies. And she grabs the other guy's gun. Uh, okay. It's, just, it's a lot going on right now. She, uh, Jerry, at one point, came up and, and stabbed the pervert in the back of the head. With his or his fucking his what the hell that battle axe like he guess he call it sliced him in goddamn half and then just keeps hitting him with it over and over and over and he's like come on my king or whatever and then he's like let's go let's go and then they start and there's a chain uh, the gate is chained in and for some reason they have to get in through the gate but they could just easily walk around the gate and walk around the compound by themselves sometimes but instead they decided to put their backs to the gate and not move from there I didn't understand it. I could you could see the corner of the gate where it rounded. And, and just keep walking. You're not forced into that position. You're not cornered into, a, into an alleyway. I don't understand why they're... It's not like Glenn in that one episode where he ducked under the trash thing. I didn't understand it. It didn't make any sense to me. But whatever. They, they decided to do that. That's their decision. If they die, that's on them. Anyway, 
Um, like, like I was saying, Jerry sliced the pervert in half, after, and he kind of like hints at Ezekiel's comic book ending. The the pervert did. He's like, I'm gonna take you back there, but you know, uh, fucking Negan wanted you chained up to this fence. But I, I think your head on a pike will do just fine. And then that's that's how he dies in the comic. Spoiler alert for the comic. That's how Ezekiel goes. Um, I really hope you didn't weren't behind in the comic. It, it's several, several books ago. So if you're behind that far, kind of on you at this point. Anyway, I like the little reference there. Really fun. It makes me think they won't, they won't kill him like in that manner because... They got it out of their system for the fans. Like, for me, they, they, they did that little reference. Now they don't need to do it. I think that's what they're going for. I'm fine with that. Also, in the comic, he's fucking uh, Michonne. And in this version, Rick is fucking Michonne. In the comic, Rick is fucking, uh, fucking Andrea, but she's goddamn dead because she couldn't handle Frank Darabont living the show. So she's fucking dead, or so I assume. Uh, that's why she left. Maybe she just got sick of doing the show. Maybe someone got sick of her. I think the fans didn't really care for her. Anyway... Whole thing's a little bit different in this. Maybe they're not going to kill him in that fashion. Um, yeah, but Carol is shoot, doing a shootout with these guys again. She looks over and she has them pinned down. And she looks over. She sees Ezekiel and Jerry getting attacked. We show a flashback to a conversation with with Carol and Ezekiel about how he saved Shiva's life. How he's like she got hurt and he dove into the pit into the zoo because he's a zookeeper, which is sticking with the comic. And he went and saved her life. And he's like I. It wasn't a split-second decision. I sat there, and I weighed my odds. I knew I could die. It's a huge beast, but I had to do that, and someday you might come to that decision on your own where you have to sacrifice, um, you'll give up the possibility that maybe you'll die, maybe this thing will kill you, but you have to do it because it's what's right. And sure as shit, Carol walks over, mows down all the zombies around them, saves their lives, lets them in the gate, and instead of locking the gate behind them, they just leave it open, because why not? I, I would have personally just put the padlock back on there and just uh, bought myself some time, just in case some shit goes wrong, like the car doesn't start. I don't know. Just a, just a thought there, Carol. I love when suddenly they're inside the gate. That's when all the zombies are back, and they're, and they're, they're in fucking full sprint mode. They're going right at the gate. And I'm like, they mowed down the, the first thousand zombies. They're like, you know, honestly, like 40 zombies right there. And suddenly the next wave is super quick. Like, these are the, the NBA zombies. They're just right up there, the, 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 the fucking wide-receiving zombies. And they're just sprinting toward the gate. They're in there in seconds. And, like, before they had, like, a 10-minute fight and a 10-minute conversation with Jerry, the zombies were just like, we'll give them their space. We'll give them time to, to, to talk, come up with a battle plan against us. You know what, guys? Ranks, other zombies, go ahead and take your time. We're going we're gonna to wait this one out. And slowly walk toward him. Nope, nope, slow down the pace, guys. Slow down. If you want to stop and smoke, go right ahead. Uh, you know, if you want to read a book, that's fine. You want to sit there and do a Sudoku puzzle, that's fine. We're not going to rush this one, okay? And then they, they, Carol shows up and shoots that guy, the leader guy, the leader zombie, the gas station guy from Land of the Dead. Fucking hate that. Anyway, every time I have to bring it up and every time I hate it. And then the next ones are like, you know what? We're going to learn from our forefathers. We're going we're gonna to rush them real quick. Let's run at the fence. And they, they're fucking right there. It didn't make any sense. It doesn't matter, though. You know, zombie, zombie, spooky, spooky. Anyway, uh, so she saved him. Uh, in this case, in, in this point, we see uh, our only deviance from Ezekiel or Carol is we see the guys with the guns. They, they, left, with the, they left in a truck with that, that Gatling gun-looking thing. I'm, I don't know guns. I'm calling it a Gatling gun. I'm pretty sure Gatling guns just have that little turn handle. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's fine. Uh, shoot me an email at loadingwanderland.com. Uh, at gmail.com let me know what kind of gun it was i am curious because I, I i don't care about guns but 
little information never hurt anyone. I'm always willing to learn. Anyway, uh, Rick and Daryl show up in a, in a Rick's in a Jeep. Daryl's on his bike. They start chasing these guys down, and it was like a fucking Call of Duty scene. It, uh, this is a nice change of pace because it was a diff- it was a genre change. It felt like a fucking A Team episode mixed with Call of Duty because the guy kicks down the the the, the back on the door, uh, the back of the truck, and starts shooting them with the gun. Uh, Daryl freaks out, you know, obviously because he doesn't really have protection. He can't swerve in any direction. He's on a goddamn bike. He he you know he lays his bike down, slides a couple feet. Uh, Rick keeps going on the jeep. Uh, fucking jumps over and Daryl gets on the you know, man. It's really confusing how this all goes down. They're both Daryl gets back in the bike. He catches back up with them. They end up shooting. One of them ends up shooting the guy with the gun. Uh, the, and or Rick swerves around, gets jumps over like a fucking like I said, like an A team, jumps into the other guy's car and kicks him out of the car, and then proceeds to crash the goddamn truck over a railing. It flies off, and then we get a, like an Indiana Jones three maneuver where Daryl shows up on his bike, sees the crash, and is like, oh shit, like oh man. And then we see Rick be like, what are you looking for, huh? And then climbs out just like Indiana Jones three. They're clearly referencing that. He's like, oh man, I, I survived. Oh, it's crazy. I knew you were dirty. Like we get that whole thing, and he's like, we got the gun. And Daryl's like, not really. Which Daryl has a point. The gun is goddamn like forty yards below them, and it's such a big cliff. And then he's like, not really. And then I was like, you can you can go down there and get the gun. And Rick goes, let's go see if this guy's still alive or something like that. And they they they, they leave. I was like, oh, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I assume the guy they kicked out of the of the Jeep? Is that what they're talking about? I don't know. It didn't matter. Anyway, uh Carol is leading uh Jerry and Ezekiel. They're walking around. Uh Carol looks super bored when she's stabbing all these zombies in the head. She's it kinda looks like uh uh pulling weeds. That's what it feels like at this point. She's just like I felt nothing from that. I ain't nothing out of this. It's not exciting. It's not it's not exciting, it's it's more of a chore for her at this point. Uh, they they start to cross this river, and then it's like all this weird, like, it was so weird. It reminded me of that stupid fucking, two things it reminded me of. Uh, Glenn versus that zombie in the well that was all bloated and fell apart. It was super gross. That, and then the spiky Silent Hill zombie and the, the, the trash people had, and that Rick had the fight. It was fucking stupid. This felt like that. It felt like something out of Dead Island. It was like, oh, you're just so over the top. They go down there and there's like toxic waste in this little stream. All these zombies are on there, but all they're all like toxic and they all have white, like literally, like bright ass white heads and body parts, whatever was in the slime. And I was like, this is like a video game. This is fucking weird. What the fuck is going on? Like I just didn't care for it. it didn't it doesn't fit this show. It just it doesn't at all. I'm sorry. It it almost felt comical, not in a not in the comic book sense, but in a laughable sense. They go down there. Start to climb. Ezekiel can't climb out because he's too weak. And he's like, leave me. Leave me. And let me say, before I go any further, the guy who plays Ezekiel, um, I don't know his name. I'll look it up here in a moment. I'll figure it out. But uh, he didn't have a whole lot of dialogue in the beginning when he's by himself. And then later on, like in this part, it's a, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sorry if I butcher this. Carrie, Pay- Carrie Payton. I assume it's pronounced Carrie. K-H-A-R-Y. I assume the H is silent. The dude fucking kills it. The dude is such a good goddamn actor. 
I, I wasn't sure at first because he only did the, yes, my kingdom. He does his Bane thing. Like, I'm I'm Bane, uh, medieval Bane, yes. Oh, I'm the king. Oh, we're in the kingdom. In the kingdom, I am the king, yes. Oh, Shiva, yes, come forth. Oh, my, my, my trusty tiger, yes. It, it's, 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 that's what he does. So we really get to see him drop that act right now. This is when they're pulling that, his, you know, pulling his hockey pads off and revealing his soul. You know, that, that old saying. And he fucking kills it. I, 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 I was so caught off guard. He, he's so expressive with his face, which obviously is what actors are supposed to be, but it was the first time we really get to see it as an audience member. And I was like, this dude's fucking killing this episode. He's in this in the, in the river in this little fucking toxic waste river, which they just walk right the fuck through. I don't know why they didn't hop over it, but he's just like having his this you know existential crisis where he's like, they keep calling him king, and Jerry's like, "Come on, king!" He's like, "I'm not your king. Quit calling me that." He's like, "You are my king." He's like, "I'm not. I'm just some guy." I think it's what he says. I don't remember if that he actually says that, but I'm saying it. I, I, he probably really said that. I don't remember. I didn't write it in my notes, but. uh I mean, I watched this yesterday. I can't be expected to remember anything. Come on. But he has this moment where he's like, I'm just some guy. He's like, <laughs> and he's like willing to accept his death right now. He's, he's asked them to let him go several times and just let him die. And they won't let him go. And in this moment, uh, Jerry and Carol are like, I think we have to let him go. You can really see it in Carol's face. And the actor that plays Jerry does a good job too. Uh, Cooper Andrews. He's just like, you can see he's like worried. And he's like, doesn't want to let him go. But he's like, I can't drag his ass up here. Like he's a big dude himself, Jerry. He's like, I, I can't drag you. Like you're in the bottom of a riverbed. Like I can't drag you up the hill of it. And then Ezekiel's just like having this moment where he's like really breaking down. And he's like, I, he's kind of living a lie. And he's like, I'm just some guy. Like that's it. And then uh Shiva shows up out of nowhere, kills a couple zombies and then is immediately overran by him. And then Ezekiel will sit there and watch his best friend get eaten by a thousand zombies. And then they, they drag him out of the river. And then they just sit there for a while watching Shiva getting eaten alive. And I'm like, how badass would it be? It would be like Game of Thrones with the essentially zombie dragon. It'd be so badass if, if Shiva came back as a zombie. I realize I don't think animals are coming back as zombies in this, in this show. But oh my god, I would love to see like a little spinoff where it's not part of the actual canon. Just watching zombie Shiva mow down people. If they, they if they can somehow tame her as a zombie and they unleash her in the sanctuary, she would destroy them. It would be amazing. Oh my god, it'd be so much fun to watch. Anyway, I want to watch like someone someone's version of this. Like someone out there, if you're listening to this, make a version of this. I realize the CGI tigers would be expensive. Do it with a goddamn stuffed animal. I don't give a shit. Make it look like a zombie. Make it attack fucking G.I. Joes. I don't give a shit. I want to see this version. Make this for me, please. Please, please, please. Uh, tag me in on YouTube. Tag me in on Facebook. Whatever the hell you got to do, tag me. LAW Studios or Phoenix West. I don't care. Lordy Wonderland Studios. Whatever we're under. Whatever medium you're using. Anyway, I want to see this shit. End of episode. Uh, good episode. Much better than the last two. Holy shit, the last two were, were drags. Uh, more so episode two than episode three. But this one's a lot better than those two. Not as good as episode one. They are really dragging out the storyline here. Not much happens here. And this is what I say. You can have not much happen as long as it's entertaining. The problem is in episode two, nothing happened. It wasn't entertaining. No goals got accomplished. In this episode, nothing happened. No goals got accomplished. They lost the gun. That was really all that happened. And they got it back, kind of. But you know what they did? They focused on a character 
which is what I've been asking for. They focused on one of their characters and made me think differently about them. I fucking fell in love with this actor. I fell in love with this character because of what they did. They actually did what I was requesting. It's fucking amazing. I couldn't believe it. I was like, they're really doing this right now. They're showing emotion in one of their characters. It's been so long. I'm getting excited right now. I've been asking for this for seasons of this show. And it's finally fucking happening. Because Tara's little adventure with the, with the women tree people, whatever the fuck they were called, that, that little women's retreat, wasn't this. It wasn't this at all. I didn't feel anything differently about Tara. I like Tara just fine. She's sarcastic. She's fun. Whatever. I'm fine with that. Don't feel anything different about her in the end. This made me feel so much different about Ezekiel. It fucking worked. They made it in such an interesting way. The episode was an amazing, but everything with Ezekiel, the actor was so goddamn good. I, I found myself being like, holy shit, like this is this is strange. This is different. This is what I've been asking for. So I just want to say thank you. I, I ripped this show apart a lot, but I always say thank you, or I kind of like say what I like in the show to make up for that. I I I acknowledge when I don't like it, I acknowledge when I do like it. And here we are. Here's me acknowledging when I did. You guys did it right. The episode wasn't amazing, like I said. A lot of it was kind of repetitive with Carol shooting, 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 getting shot at, getting shot at, shooting, shooting, shooting. They kept it flowing. They kept it interesting. The whole, the whole thing with the, the pervert leading Ezekiel away. We were getting chased by the zombies. That was interesting. I didn't know what was going to happen. Didn't know who this guy was. I thought he was some guy. Turns out it's Ezekiel. Fascinating to me in a way. You did it. You, you guys did it. Do that with Daryl. Do this with Daryl. We need to see Daryl do something. I keep asking, I'm going to ask every episode until I get it. Daryl was interesting in this. We saw him actually doing something on the bike, but I want to see more emotional from Daryl. He's a good actor. We need to see, we need to see him doing something. He, he's your goddamn second build person, Norman Reedus. Have him do something emotional. He's, he's a really good actor. We need to see him connect with someone else in an emotional way, which sucks because that means you have to set it up beforehand. Find a way to make it fluid. I realize it'll take a couple episodes to do it. We haven't seen him be emotional at all since him and Carol were buddy buddies. And that seems like decades ago at this point. It seems so far removed. They both have kind of went cold. Carol ended up being like friends with Morgan and then enemies and then friends again. I can't keep track now. I want to see that with Daryl. I, I seriously am requesting this. Please do something with Daryl. Anyway, I'm going to head out of here. I, I'm sick of repeating myself about Daryl. Anyway, guys, uh, go to liwstudios.com. Check out all the shows, all the videos, podcasts, whatever, what have you, all the different articles. I don't. Yeah, there's some movie review articles, I guess. I don't know why I keep saying articles. There are, te- technically, I guess. But check out all, all that shit there. A bunch of stuff on that site. And youtube.com slash Land. Go check out the new shows, uh, Things That'll Burn in Hell. Great little short video show I do. Usually about five to six minutes videos at the most. Um, yeah, so it's weekly. It comes out every single Tuesday in video and audio format if you want to check it out on iTunes as well. And uh, also, we are doing a show called The Podcast Podcast where we announce three podcasts that we're going to listen to in a certain genre. In the next episode, we review them. In the next episode, we announce three more. In the next episode after that, we review three those three. Uh, every other episode, we review three podcasts. You get the idea. You get the format. Anyway, it's a fucking laugh riot. We did it last night. It was so much goddamn fun. Me and Frank Lynx, the guy I do LAW, the Twilight Zone review with. So much fucking fun. We, we tore those shows apart. We try to be a little positive, and then we tear it apart. It's, it's, it's fun that way, because I like to give a little bit of advice. I, I realize, you know, you can do the same thing with my shows. Feel free to do that. I don't care. I'm open to criticism. I'm fine with that. That's part of what you sign up for when you do this shit. It doesn't bother me if someone does it to me, uh, so I'm doing it to them. 
but like I said, I like to say I like to give one positive thing at least. That way, they can at least get something out of it if they listen to their episode before we assault them and, and tear them apart. Anyway, check it out. It's called the Podcast Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, except iTunes, because the iTunes Podcast Submitter will not fucking load for me days on end now. Anyway, go check it out. Um, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.